this week on The Startup Life. It's like breathing. I mean, even mm. just over the holidays, you know, we got those couple days where it's slow and I, you know, I'm I'm all gas, no brakes, man. That's right. my that's my thing, <laughs> man. So, you know, let's let's eat some Thanksgiving dinner and then let's go get something done. All right, Startup Nation. So let's take flight with Jason Daniels, owner and president of Titans Electrical. The Startup Life begins now. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. Are you ready to join the 25 Plus Club? Parents, how does thousands in college savings sound? Brand new in our school, the Owl Academy, we have released How to Hack the ACT. Students will cover managing test anxiety, math, science reasoning, and why eating a good breakfast is so important. For more information, go to this episode's show notes for the link. All right, Startup Nation, so I hope you're ready to get some value today. We're here with my man Jason Daniels of Titans Electrical. What's going on, man? What's happening, man? I can't call it. I can't call it. Man, before we even get into this, tell the people, you know, if you can, about your space. Because when I walked in, it was like a museum, right? <laughs> it was like this museum of all of your, your work and your, your history. Tell us a little bit about that, man. All right, so uh, you'll find out through this that uh, I'm not sure. I'm not your average contractor, man. I got a good design aspect to everything I do. So when I opened this uh, shop, you know, we operated out of the garage for our first couple years. But when we got big enough and it made sense to get a shop, we came out here and walked through this thing with uh, with the designer. Really, just kind of put our heads together and, and came up with a cool little theme of of wood and, and industrial. Uh, you know, we got pallets hanging on the wall with pictures of the work we've done. Right. And, uh, a gas station, uh, a gas pump light hanging out here <laughs> wow. in, the, in the office. You know, I, I made a light out of a gas pump. I mean, there's some cool stuff you can really find on Pinterest or anywhere. Right. We just drew uh, ideas from a lot of different places and kind of put them together here. I wanted my space where I'm where I'm at actually more than I'm at home to feel comfortable to me and to kind of intrigue people when they walk through the door. So I guess it did its trick. Oh, it absolutely did. It worked on me for sure. It worked on me for sure, man. So let's get right into it. What's the story of, of, of Jason Daniels and Tides Electrical, man? Man, we're right in the middle of it, man. We had, we're not at the end. We're, no, we're clear, close enough. to the end. We're, it's it's like chapter three, man. I got you. Uh, right. Long story short, man, I, I was dabbling in a bunch of different things uh, throughout my 20s, but I started in the electrical field when I was 18 years old, and that was kind of always my foundation. That's how I always paid the bills. Gotcha. So when I got up around 30 years old, man, I... Uh, I just kind of figured out I had a different way to do things, man. I was working for these companies locally and seeing how they treated their people, seeing how they treated their customers. Oh, wow. And just was really turned off by it and, and kind of just piece by piece came up with an idea that I could provide this city with something that they weren't getting anywhere else uh, hmm. in the electric field. So that was the way it started. Uh, started by myself, went out and bought a old dusty truck for, for $2,000 <laughs> and had a bag of tools and a little ladder and, and just went out and, and started grinding, man, beating right. the streets, literally. I hear that. And um, he actually has a picture of that truck in in the uh, in his space here. But go ahead. I'm sorry. I mean to cut you off. No, it's cool. <laughs> um, nothing happens black and white. You know, we sit here and we talk about, you know, how did you decide? Well, it wasn't just one day I woke up and said, hey, man, I'm going to start my own business. It's it's little things that happen uh, piece by piece that kind of bring you to that realization that, right. you know, working for someone else is no longer what I want to do. This is not for me. I, I'm really headstrong. I've got ideas 
that I think are trumping the people that I'm working for. Uh, they're not okay. giving me the opportunities I feel that I, that I've earned. So I'm just going to go get it myself. I hear and that. So, so it was a little progression to get to that point. But once I made the decision, there was no turning back. And I'll tell you right now, sitting where I'm at now, I could never go back to working for someone else or uh, doing what I did before I started this. I can only imagine, man, especially when you got 23 employees, man. (laughs) We're growing like crazy. I see, I see. Um, Let me ask you this. What do you wish you would have known before you started Titan Electrical? Like Mm. up up front? Man, uh, there's a whole lot of stuff I wish I knew. (laughs) Uh, You know, you have this idea of what success looks like, man. You watch the movies, uh, you see it on TV, man. The guy comes, he turns around the corner. He's got six business people behind him. They're all taking <laughs> notes. He's on the phone. Personal assistant, hey, get my coffee. You know, <laughs> you have all those kinds of ideas because that's what you see on TV. Right, but, right. You know, the boring part, the the part that, that keeps you up at night, mm. the, the, the anxiety, the right. stress that comes along with it. Absolutely. It doesn't make for good TV. So all that gets cut out, the reality portion of the, of process, the day-to-day, right? day, yeah. you know. You mm-hmm. see success, you see a nice car, or you see a nice house, or, you know, those things that uh, success allows you to acquire. But it's the the day-to-day. I had a good idea of where I wanted to go, but I had no earthly idea what it would take to get there. Gotcha. Had, you know, and I, I promise you, if, if you would have told me some of these things back then, I, I would have been scared to death. I mean, it, it, <laughs> right. it's, it, success works in a, in a great way. Uh, to where it kind of feeds you a little at a time and kind of gives you just what you can accept. Because if you took me in 2012 and sat me in this chair today, just pulled me straight out of 2012 and dropped me in here today, I'd be losing my mind. The the money's greater. The employee there's more employees. There's more vendors. I'm I'm way more efficient with my time. I mean, all these things I had to learn to get to the point where I could manage what I'm operating today. So, Absolutely. So it's just piece by piece. You kind of pick up on it and you grow as your company grows, as your mind grows, as everything around you kind of kind of builds you towards what you're going to become. I, I don't know that I would give my, uh, my myself five years ago too much advice. I might <laughs> I might would have quit and went back to work for somebody else if gotcha. I dropped too much of this on them. Gotcha. Fair enough. Fair enough. It, but it's really about that process. I'm glad you said that because a lot of times when people if you would have told people about that process, they were like, nah, this ain't for me. This yeah. ain't for me. So I'm glad you pointed that out. What did you learn from one of your worst bosses you ever, or mentors you ever had? I've been <laughs> blessed to have some some really good mentors by the time that I realized that mentors was what I needed in my life. And Fair I wasn't enough. shunning the people that were really trying to feed me what I needed. Bosses, I mean, we can go back to that same thing. You know, this uh, just how I want to run my run my company. In the construction business, employees, especially young employees, they're, right. they're more or less hazed. I mean, they talk bad to you. They treat you horrible. And I wanted to build a company where everybody in my company, from the from the youngest, newest guy, all the way up to myself, all felt like they had a voice, had a place they felt like they, they belong, mm-hmm. and, uh, and were treated as such. I mean, I have an open-door policy, and it don't matter if I got 23 employees or 230 employees. Gotcha. Uh, if somebody wants to have a conversation with me, they can come in here, and they can sit down, and, uh, and we can talk. And I, I encourage my guys to uh, announce uh, and make known their desires. Okay. Uh, you know, you get in here, you start working. Hey, man, do you want to go 
towards the residential? Do you want to go with the commercial? Are you interested in going to school? Can we set you up on on the electrical program going to school? I mean, I I really take a vested interest in Absolutely. everybody who works for me, and I think that it, it ends up working both ways. I think mm-hmm. if you talk to my guys, they'll tell you they don't want to work anywhere else. Gotcha. And it's all because of the I genuinely care for them and I I treat them. Uh, fair to say the least gotcha um and that's the one thing that i could not stand working uh, for somebody else is just to be be treated like i was nothing gotcha. i mean i'm in here slamming in work for you making you money and you come out here and talk to me like you know like dirt you know i just uh right it never sat well with me gotcha so. it sounds like you really put in that culture of you know we're kind of all in this together i'm invested in your future success and stuff like that so i'm just a quarterback i just manage these things and and we're all a team i hear that everybody on the team has a job the quarterback's gonna get sacked every time if the line doesn't do its job there you go gonna score no points if the receiver ain't catching the ball i mean everybody plays an important part absolutely absolutely jace let me ask you this how do you market or advertise? Do you use social media? Is it word of mouth? So what, what works best for you? Man, I'm a pretty big social media advocate. Okay. Um, I feel like I have a leg up on a lot of uh, contractors uh, because I feel like a lot of contractors don't utilize social media to their advantage. Okay. Uh, and outside of, uh, of social media, I've actually just uh, spent a nice chunk of change revamping our website and, uh, and working on driving traffic to that website. I hear uh, that. Our goal is to is to grow two and a half to three times this year. So wow. I set huge goals. I see. Yeah. I set goals that scare people. Right. I set goals that scare me. Right. And then just just wake up and and go at it like a like a crazy animal. Yeah. But I think you're supposed to though, right? <laughs> right. Roll through it like a Tasmanian <laughs> devil, you know. Um, so yeah, that's uh. But the the social media thing. I mean, it's it's a free way. It's a free platform. Right. I mean, you don't have to pay for a, a spot on TV. I mean, you can actually film yourself and and have an audience that sees it. So right. Um, I've I've started listening to uh, <clears throat> to some to some mentors and kind of getting uh, getting some pointers on how to uh, massage social media to work in my favor. Gotcha. Uh, and so I, I put out some content. You're you're a friend of mine on Facebook. Absolutely. You, you kind of see. Oh, yeah. What it's direction great. I'm going? Oh yeah, it's great content by the way. Great content. <clears throat> and I try to stay current with it uh, so that uh, you know we we constantly push that content out there so that. Uh, like-minded individuals uh, connect with me. Uh, my right. inbox blows up, and I've connected with people that I've never met before that I'm actually doing business with. I hear uh, that. And and just through that uh, avenue, through social media, has opened up the doors to allow us to move into the Nashville market. Right. Um, so it's you know you speak it on social media and just talk about what you want to do. Man, every once in a while, the right people will hear it and reach out. Uh, I hear that. And, and that's been the case for me. Uh, time and time again, especially over the past six months. Absolutely. Let me ask you this, Jason. What did you learn from your biggest failure? I had a, I had a humongous uh, hiccup uh, last year, a contract that I, I, didn't, I didn't read over uh, as well mm, as I should have. Gotcha. Um, we're talking about six figures. I mean, I, I paid for a, for a Harvard education uh, <laughs> with, this, with this hiccup here. But, you know, uh, in business, you either win or you learn. Right. You don't lose until you decide. There you that go. That's what you want to do. So, so I learned a, a lot, uh, and and that's where, hey, when I get into things I don't understand, my lawyer's at the table with me now. They got you. Um, if I'm bidding a project and I have questions about it, I ask. I don't. I don't guess. I don't assume. So, it, it hurt, but in the big scheme of things, and where I want to be in the future, 
I'm sure that five years from now I'll look back and say, hey, that was a small loss compared to if I would have made it all the way up to this point. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, six figures in 2015, 2016. Right. Or eight (laughs) figures in 2019, 2020. There you go. And it hurt, but... We healed. We got over it. We moved on. Gotcha. And uh, and and it was a it was a great lesson in business. I didn't go to school for business. I didn't really have anybody holding my hand. A lot of people take over their parents' business. Gotcha. Uh, I wasn't blessed with any of that. And let me let me uh, let me say I am I am blessed. I'm not right. downplaying. Oh no, of course not. No, I got you. What's landed on my plate? Absolutely. And how I've how I've chewed through it. But a lot of those lessons I did have to learn on my own. Where you know, uh, right. Some people kind of have someone looking over their shoulder saying, "Hey." Uh, yeah, that's uh, that, that's you want to pay attention to that over there, you know. And I, you know, you overlook something when you're playing with these big numbers. Uh, overlook one thing, and uh, and and take it right there in the gut, man. Gotcha. <laughs> like <Wow>. Mike Tyson. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'd have taken a hit from Mike Tyson over that one any day, to be honest with you, man. Right. You wake up that next day and realize that. You made that kind of boo boo, right? Uh, Got to cross those T's, dot those I's, carry that one. It stings, but <laughs> makes you feel alive. I hear that. I definitely uh, hear that. You are alive when you're taking those losses, <laughs> man, and you're alive when you're taking those uh, when, when you're taking those wins. But you're alive when you take those L's, buddy. You're probably more alive when you take the losses than you take the wins. <laughs> Breathing heavy and ready to rip somebody's head off. Ooh, I hear that. Let me ask you this. Entrepreneurs always consider themselves, you know, lifelong learners, always talk about constant professional development. How important is that to you and how do you constantly, you know, grow as an entrepreneur? Dude, as 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 I decide to level up and every time <laughs> level that, level up. That I level gotcha. up. Right. Uh I mean, I'm in the progression of of leveling up right now. You you caught me right in the middle of it. Oh, um, great. So I'm not a naturally motivated person like if you stick okay. me out around a bunch of uh bums that ain't doing nothing in their life that are just sitting around smoking weed drinking watching tv all day whatever the case is man I, right i tend to adapt to my surroundings gotcha uh, so i have no doubt that if you drop me in that circle and i stayed there for three months man my productivity would be way down and i would be more like them than i am like myself now right uh so i'm i'm like putty i'm i'm easily uh massaged and i'm well aware of that fact about myself so i mean i wake up listening to audiobooks uh my whole stream on social media uh 90% of it's people that i don't know personally gotcha but they it's people that are feeding me that content that Absolutely. I, I mean just every day it, people really downplay kind of what you put in is what you get out it's true and for me i know it man so uh, I'm at the gym. I'm listening to audiobooks. You know, Grant Cardone, Gary Vaynerchuk. Mm. Uh, those are those are two guys that that I I, I constantly chew on the content that right. they're putting out there. And they put to, a lot out there too, just to <laughs> continually keep me in the right frame of mind. Gotcha. You know, I don't let myself stray too much. Uh, go watch a football game here. Go to a concert there. But it's go out, do that, and then boom, right back in, right back focused right back uh doing what i what i want to do you know and, and this yeah. is what i want to do and i love it i love waking up every day i love my my schedule i love my job i love you know meeting new people and finding ways to, to take care of them and, and and make them happy especially Absolutely. when i come behind somebody else that wasn't able to do that i hear that um so it's it's rewarding um and i gotta keep continually feeding myself that motivational material gotcha uh, so that so that i can stay on my game 
Okay. And you, you mentioned earlier um, that you didn't go to business school, and it actually leads us to uh, a really great question that we get really good responses on. Some people say that, you know, in order to be an entrepreneur, you got to go to school, get a degree, you know, this whole nine yards. Some people say you just need a dream, uh, a work ethic, and maybe a truck, if you will, <laughs> and, uh, and just go for it. What say you on that? Well, I didn't get the schooling side of it, so I can't really speak on that. But just from my personal experience and then other people that, that I know, mm-hmm. um, I mean, entrepreneurship is it's it's in your blood, man. Uh, I hear that. And, and school's not going to make you or break you in that avenue. I think school equips you with uh, with knowledge to maybe uh, maybe handle some things, maybe uh, maybe help you dodge some some hiccups along the way. Um, gotcha. And maybe help you be more efficient with your accounting and business structure. Right. But of course. at the core of it, man, it's just your it's your desire that gets you up going, man. You can go through four years of school. And then get knocked on your ass just like that. That's true. And and four <laughs> years of Harvard doesn't help you take that punch. You it know? doesn't. Uh, You're right. Everybody's a superstar till they get punched in the mouth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. And and the market will do that to you, and it doesn't care about you at all. Right. Uh, it doesn't care. You can't step up and be like, hold on, I got this degree. What well, that degree don't mean nothing, man. We're trying to make money here. Right. Uh, it it ain't your mom. It ain't your dad. It ain't your friends. It is business, and it's it's cutthroat. So you have to be able to to be conditioned to have a desire inside you to to take those those knocks day in and day out and right. get back up and keep going after it. Uh, and I think that's that's more or less what's instilled inside you, not uh, what you can put inside by going to school or, or reading books or or any kind of uh education that you can right now I'd, I'd never say education is bad no of course not but i don't want you to uh if you if you have it inside you that you're going to start a business uh i would hate for you to sit there and wait for four years of college and create a massive amount of debt for yourself and then go into business because the last thing you need to do when you start a business is jump into debt right out the gate because there'll be a lot of money that you didn't expect to have to spend. Right. Uh, you know, everything's black and white on paper. Everything's clean cut. And mm-hmm. once you get into it, uh, you're like, dang, I didn't even think about that. Dang, here, we got to cut this check for this. Oh, wow, I didn't know the government was going to be in my pocket like this for this situation. Or, right. I got to pay Nashville, and I got to pay Shelby County, and I got to cut a check to Memphis. Right. I mean, <laughs> it, it's a lot of unexpected money comes, so I hate to see people dump all that all their eggs into that uh, that basket called school. Gotcha. And then get out of school and realize, yeah, I learned some things, but now I got this big mountain of debt that I got to climb over, right. and I'm going to strike out on my own. So now it's not... Hey man, if I don't sign this contract, I don't eat. It's I don't sign this contract, I don't eat. They're foreclosing on my house now. I got to go bankrupt, and they're coming after me, and my credit's shot. <laughs> and then you're just digging yourself a deeper hole while you're trying to right. uh, pursue that dream. So I think it's uh, it, school can work for the right individual, but it's not a necessity. I mean, gotcha. I I have I don't have any uh, any schooling past high school, and I really don't plan on ever getting any gotcha. I'm not gonna, you're not gonna catch me going back to college uh, there's uh there's there's too much out here in, in my niche where i feel like i can succeed without it gotcha won't catch jason at the university center huh no <laughs> not unless they want me to come speak fair enough there you go right <laughs> what's the best piece of advice you've ever gotten and what's the worst piece of advice you've ever gotten oh man <laughs> 
Man, you know, my don't uncle, hold back either. My <laughs> uncle owns a contracting company, and he's been in business since the '80s. And when I first started, and I didn't even understand this piece of advice he gave me when he gave it to me. But as I got further along in the game, it really started making more sense. So it's really cool when someone can drop some knowledge on you that you can't even decipher at the time. Right. Uh, but you chew on it for a couple years, and then you wake up one day and you're like, wow. Yeah. Now <laughs> right. is where it makes sense. Um, and he told me, you're going in business for yourself. I'm proud of you. Uh, come talk to me if you ever have any questions or, or you need any help with anything. He said, my one piece of advice to you is do not be scared to make money. And the reason, it, man, it's going to be hard to explain why that resonates with me uh, because it was almost like I had to live through struggle. Right. And when you're used to struggling and something jumps on your plate that just shines, like, for instance, man, we just uh, signed a contract in at the beginning of December, and we'll be complete with it this week. Um, and it's our biggest contract today. It's a quarter million dollars. Um, Congrats. And a large majority of that is profit. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, we like to think, hey, yeah, cool, I'm making money. Boom, 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 boom. But when that kind of money falls in your lap after you've grinded for a 1000 here, a 1000 there, you know, uh, it, it it's... It's scary. Um, right. It, uh, it, it, it'll make you a little nervous. <clears throat> so my uncle's advice, um, don't be scared to make money. It's almost a common sense, but there's a deeper-rooted uh, right. uh, reason for, for him telling me that. Uh, yeah, we're not scared to make money. We all make money. No matter if you work for somebody else, if you're a janitor or you're a CEO, Absolutely. you make money. So who's scared to make money? Right. But when the money you make is dictated by yourself... And you're the one that gets out there. It's almost like set a value for yourself. Mm -hmm. Uh, Put a value on the service you provide. And don't be scared to ask for a higher rate than Joe Blow around the corner. Right, of course. isn't doing the job you do. You could say, hey, I've got a great electrician. I mean, we all know. Heck, you got a dude around the corner that'll fix your car for $40. Right. Or you got the mechanic over (laughs) here that you get. But you're going to get the warranty. Right. You're going to be able to take it. He's going to be there tomorrow. He's not going to take your $40 run off and then not answer the phone or phone cut off the next day. You right. know? So, so <laughs> there's, there's a value uh, to different levels of every type of service. I think our goal from the beginning was to create a value of a, of a Cadillac and get away from the Corolla. There are Corollas out there, mm-hmm. uh, and there's nothing wrong with the Corolla. Right. Um, but you get what you pay for. Absolutely. You know, I can go down, uh, go down the street and get some used tires because that's what my money says that I can afford, and my tires busted. You right. know, so so there's no knocking the person that's selling the used tires, cash in hand, boom. At some point, there's there's a, a value in taking it down here, getting the warranty on the tires. Right. I mean, we've got too many vehicles to be shopping at the mom and pop shop for the tires anymore. You know, so. I just want to be that that Cadillac. I want to be the cream of the crop. I want to be who you call when you're ready to spend some money, but you're ready for a superior product and you're ready for a service unlike anything you get anywhere else. Absolutely. And, you know, I remember you posting a while back a video that you made about entrepreneurs and providing value. So I know that's something that's very important uh, to you and you know and how you run Titans Electrical so I think that's almost uh, it's another thing that's common sense but we don't think about it very often that's true especially for people who work for somebody else because I know the whole time I worked for somebody else 
uh, the last thing on my mind was what value I was bringing to the table to my employer. Right. Uh, you know, a lot of times people sit back and think the boss is multimillionaire and <laughs> what I do doesn't matter. And, right. You know, that, that idea you have of right. your boss. Let me tell you, that's not the case. Right. Um, so I just want to instill, I, I try to scratch the surface on a couple things that people may not think about. So uh, with the value thing, it's really just telling people, hey, what you do matters. Absolutely. Uh, to, to everybody who's giving you attention or spending money with you or you're spending money with them, I mean, there is a value. So I try to instill that in my life. Really, my videos are for myself, and I just put them out there because if I'm getting something out of that piece of education, uh, then I'm sure somebody else can chew on it as well. Fair enough. Um, and I just think that if you try to approach everything you do, if it's worth doing, it's worth doing to the best of your ability and make sure you're providing value in every situation. And that goes with your relationships. Absolutely. Uh, with your, Absolutely. With your loved ones, with your kids, uh, with your coworkers, with your friends. Uh, I mean, what develops a good friendship, man? Providing value to that friendship. That's man. true. Being there for your friends, you know. And so it goes further than business. It goes. It, it seeps into every aspect of your life, man. So that's a... Uh, kind of eye-opening for some people but if mm -hmm. you wake up tomorrow and just try to provide a little more value in every situation you attack uh sooner or later you're going to see the uh, the benefits of that uh true. happier marriage better relationship with your kids more money at work promotions i mean those things come when uh you show a desire and uh seek out to provide value absolutely and, and and understanding that it's a process that you know that roi won't be instantaneous right and so it's like it's like like you say in a relationship or in a business it takes time. You got to embrace that process to get that, you know. A lot to, of people are scared to invest. That's true. Uh, or don't want to invest, you know. <laughs> right. They're very short-sighted. What am I going to get out of this immediately? Mm -hmm. Whereas, uh, man, I'm, I'm planting seeds now that probably won't show fruit till 2020, but I'm already planning for 2020. So there you I'm go. planting the seeds now. What does your average day look like here at Titans Electrical, Jason? And be specific as possible. That's a that's a great question because actually uh, with my with my goals for the new year, okay, uh, the umbrella over my goals is uh, discipline, and okay. that's discipline in every area of my life. So pertaining to your question, discipline in my schedule. Now there's a lot of my schedule that I cannot control, just because of the nature of the business. Of course, this phone rings. I got to go put out a fire somewhere. Something happens that I wasn't expecting. Right. Um, but there are portions of my uh, schedule that I can control. So I religiously wake up at four thirty in the morning. I'm at the gym at 5 o'clock, and I put in an hour, hour and a half, which is really a good stress relief. If anybody's starting a business, uh, I would suggest, you know, get yourself a workout in the morning. I hear that. Uh, sweating it all out really helps prepare you for whatever the day is going to bring. Then I come here to the shop, 7 o'clock in the morning. My guys get here. We load up the trucks. <clears throat> I make sure I get them out the door. Mm -hmm. Try to sit in this office at least till 9 o'clock. Work orders, contracts phone calls, emails, and then I start scheduling appointments after 9 o'clock. So you. 9 o'clock, I may be out that door. And there are some days I stay in here all day. But at 9 o'clock, uh, that's when the appointments are set. And maybe a conference call, maybe going and looking at a job, walking through some of our bigger projects, just doing a little FaceTime, making gotcha. sure that, that owner knows that, that we're there and we care about uh, the product we're installing. Of course. Um, usually our cutoff time uh, for work around here is 3.30. Okay. Uh, you'll catch me here four or five o'clock and then unless there's something special going on we're just talking about day in day out uh, the majority of the time i'm at home and i'm i'm completely wound down by eight o'clock gotcha um now the discipline in my schedule that i'm trying to implement this year 
kind of adding on to that piece. I've been getting up and working out early in the morning for about two years now. So mm-hmm. I decided to put put another piece in there, and that's a uh, that's reading. Uh, okay. Before I go to bed, uh, I try to read thirty minutes to an hour uh, before I go to sleep. So that's you know those that. that the first part of my day and the end of my day are really the parts that I can control. And then the things in the middle kind of get muddy sometimes. But it's it's here in the office. It's looking over contracts. It's uh, answering questions with my guys out on the field. Sure. Um, you know, just really kind of being pulled in whatever direction the, the company pulls me at for that day. Gotcha. I hear that. How you liking being on a startup life, man? Man, it's uh, it's it's great, man. Uh, this is my first uh, podcast, uh, first of many. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, look absolutely. forward to, to doing more stuff like this and, cool. uh, and getting that getting that content out there. No wrong with that, man. So we're gonna go ahead and take a break, and you're listening to the Startup Life. looking for great resources, look no further than Owls e-commerce store on Teachers Pay Teachers, the store name Teaching with Owls. Enjoy great lessons based on short stories from great authors such as Kate Choppin's The Story of an Hour and Edgar Allan Poe's The Mask of the Red Death. And no worries, teachers, all lessons are Common Core aligned. Let's continue. All right, Startup Nation, so let's continue. So, Jason, what's a, a, a popular misconception about business? That it's easy and that you get rich overnight. You own a business, man. You got tons of money, and you got it made. You know. Gotcha. We watch the movies, man. You see the boss sitting up in there, just nothing going wrong. Gotcha. Feet kicked up, smoking a cigar, beautiful women, cars, and houses everywhere. Man, uh, maybe one day. Right. It takes. It takes a minute. Nobody sees the process. Right. You know. Uh, you people like to uh, see the the front game, which is just coming up with the idea. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, I'm gonna do this. And then fast forward all the way through, and boom, here I am balling. It's funny you mention that because a few episodes ago I said that it's almost like people see the startup idea, video montage, millions, right? And it doesn't work nearly like that at all. The part that's not glamorous, the part that's not televised, right? Uh, is is the part that uh, you know, it's it's where it's where you're made or made or broke. That's true. You know. Uh, It'll either make true. you or it'll break you. To be honest, man, they they say nine out of ten businesses fail in the first five years. I contribute a little bit of that to uh, economy and bad luck, mm-hmm. uh, but a lot more of it I contribute to people going into business not knowing what it's going to take and just just laying down, being like, "This ain't for me." Absolutely. Let me ask you this. Now, I've I've always been a an advocate that entrepreneurship is not like a nine to five, where you you come come into your office. You do the day-to-day, and then your day as an entrepreneur just stops. <laughs> so let me ask you this. How has entrepreneurship affected your lifestyle, like maybe even outside of Titans Electrical? Let me tell you something. If I want my job to stop, I drive down to New Orleans, I get on a cruise ship, and I go as far into the middle of the ocean <laughs> as I can get. And that is the only way that I have found for it to stop. But, gotcha. but to be honest, man, it's almost like it's like breathing. I mean, even mm. just over the holidays, you know, we got those couple days where it's slow, and I, you know, I'm I'm all gas, no brakes, man. That's right. my that's my thing, <laughs> man. So, you know, let's let's eat some Thanksgiving dinner and then let's go get something done. That 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 slow pace is just not for me, and I see it in other people 
around the holidays. You know, um, I can take a couple days off. Uh, I'm good for a couple days off. But man, a week? Right. Uh, that sounds like a nightmare to me, <laughs> right. man. Uh, I just don't know what to do with myself, but I sit around and go stir crazy just thinking about all the things that could go wrong right. or, yeah. or what ifs and all that. Man, I, I got I got massive action, man. I, I gotta be I gotta be doing so I'm not over here thinking because I'll overthink and outthink myself and, and and then it'll all fall apart. So too much time off is is not good uh, for me. So I don't like to stop. Gotcha. Uh, my phone rings constantly. Uh, I try to answer the phone as much as I can. I take small pieces, you know. Right. I take my daughter to a Grizzlies game. Of course. Um, go to a movie every once in a while. Uh, go out to dinner with some friends or some family. Mm-hmm. But very small slices of uh, of anything other than uh, my progress and what I'm doing. And that's uh, you know that's just where I'm at, man. I feel like I wasted uh, a decade of my life. Uh, mm. following just just taking life as it came at me right instead of attacking life and making it what I wanted I to, hear that know? I'm a full I'm a believer that you can predict the future if you put the plan in place and you follow it absolutely I mean, I'll tell you right now I know exactly where I'm going to be next year I know exactly where I'll be in 2018 and I know where I'm going to be in 2020 and I'm working on after that so get back with me and I'll fill you in there right but you can predict your future if you just are intentional about it absolutely uh, and too many of us sit back and just take life as it happens, man. I really want to instill uh, instill that into people is, man, you, you live in the best time, in the best country. You got the most opportunity. And technology has provided you an outlet that doesn't take you going and Absolutely. knocking on doors, man. Yes. You can digitally <laughs> knock on doors from your bed in your underwear. You know, like you don't have to do a whole lot the way you used to. It's really uh, we're in the golden age, and if, if you want it, you can go get it. And I just want people to know that. Absolutely. And, and I'm glad you mentioned that about tech because I try to drive home that point all the time. Like, tech levels the playing field. It allows you to do things that we couldn't do 10, 15, 20 years ago, you know, in entrepreneurship or anything else in life. But I actually have a follow-up question based on what you said earlier. You were saying how um, you can't take, like, an entire week off or stuff <laughs> like that. Has there ever been times where you've had friends or you've had family functions like, I really want to come, but I can't, right? Or there's been times where you really want to go hang out or really go do something cool, but it's like, I can't do that because I got to build this. Like, this needs my attention right now. I, you know, I think that there was more of that. Uh, I dealt with more of that a couple years ago. Okay. I think where I'm at now is that I, I just prioritize Gotcha. I mean, I'm not going to miss my kids singing at school. Of course. You know, of course. Uh, I'm not going to miss my mom and dad's birthday. There, there's things that are non negotiable, right? right? I got you. Uh, and so I know those things ahead of time. I've already booked every vacation I'm taking this year. Uh, I, I just plan uh, as far out as possible. Gotcha. Uh, and then work around it. I mean, okay. if I know that my daughter is singing uh, at her school uh, on this day and this time, well, then. That space is booked in my calendar, and I treat I treat that situation just like a client mm-hmm. or or uh, somebody that I'm that I'm working for. You know, that's blocked out. It's going to get my undivided attention, and uh, everything else is going to work before or after that. But that little time slot uh, is is going to get all of me. Gotcha. I'm glad you mentioned that because the thing is, is you know, work life balance is very important, and that's why I wanted to actually have that follow up question. So I appreciate that. Now you have. 
we got 23 employees now? Yeah. Man, that's an accomplishment, dude. That's an accomplishment. That's pretty dope. So let me ask you this. What do you look for in an employee for Titan Electric? Like, you come in, they interview. Like, what are you looking for? Well, let, hold on. Let me let me tell you something real quick. The accomplishment <laughs> there is that, not that I have 23 employees, because okay. I could have 100 employees. Fair enough. It's that I have 23 people on my team that understand my vision and have bought into what I'm doing. I hear that. And are willing to apply themselves for all of us to operate to the best of our ability and all working towards one goal. So that is where the accomplishment is. That is what takes time and effort right there is, is finding the right pieces to this puzzle uh, to make this company operate the way I it hear does. That. Every piece has kind of been added uh, in a different manner. So it, it, would, it would take a long time to kind of tell you how it all comes about um some people like for instance i hired a guy last week my lead guy my project manager uh, called me and said hey we've got to hire this guy i've worked with him he's the truth he knows what he's doing he'd be a great asset to the team uh, he's had a little falling out with who he's working for that's mm-hmm. the only reason he's available right now and he's not going to be available for long i may have overstepped my boundaries but i already offered him some money and i got him headed to a job today already like gotcha. so i hired somebody last week before i even knew it gotcha uh, but my project manager knew what a great fit he would be. And uh, he went out and all the rest of the guys, after working with him for one day, man, that dude really knows his stuff. Man, that dude's really fast. Man, you know, so we've added pieces like that. My project manager uh, actually worked for somebody else for a long time. And uh, I, would, I would throw him side jobs or he would help me on side projects. Um, and eventually... He decided he wanted to come over here, and he just told me one day, he said, hey, I put in my two-weeks notice, so gotcha. I'll be there in two weeks. And every situation's different in that of course, aspect. Of course, um, Finding good people is is really tough. Some people come in here and sell themselves like they're awesome. Mm-hmm. And then i got some guys that really short-sell themselves, uh, come in here and act like they really can't do much. We get them out there, and they're superstars. You know? gotcha. So some people like to... Hootie, hootie, hoo, look at me. I can do this, I can do that, I can do this. And then you get them out there and they can't do anything. And then other guys just really humble. Uh, hey, man, just give me a shot. Let's see what happens. You get them out there and I'm like, give you a shot and see what happens. You knew you was going to come out here and stunt on my job. What are you talking about? Uh, so it's different ways that they approach uh, the job. It's really kind of hard to feel them out on the front end. We just get them over here. And, I, you know, I let them know. I got a spill that I give everybody that I hire. I say, hey, most likely you're not going to work here. Okay. I mean, it's just that's just the you know be kind of like you're going out for the Navy SEALs, and I'm not saying we're the Navy SEALs, but no, I got you. You go into the Navy SEALs knowing there's a good chance you're gonna get cut. You right. Know? You can go try out for the Cowboys. There's a good chance you're gonna get cut. Um, you try out for the Titans, <laughs> you might have a job. <laughs> you get cut from the Titans. It's time to go pick up a basketball or a broom or anything else. Um, they weren't too bad this year, though. No, we're not. I, I'm just, you know, I, know. I, I pick I pick on my team because I love them. Gotcha. Um, but but I tell them all, you know, hey, uh, you're most likely not going to work out here just because we run a different uh, style program. That we're not what you're used to. But if you're willing to do what it takes to fit in here, and you see a, a value in in what we've got going here, mm-hmm. then the sky's the limit. I mean, come over here, jump on board with us, and let's take this thing to the top. Gotcha. Uh, so yeah. it, it tends to weed out the guys who just want a job. Okay. And 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 really uh, add a, add an extra little piece of value to the guys that that want something more out of life than just uh, just a nine to five. Gotcha. I hear that. I have a, actually a comment and a follow up question. Um, 
I think it really speaks to the culture where you're saying like you kind of just took your project manager's word, you know, sight unseen, and you're like, you know, I trust him. He said this guy's a superstar and turned out to be right. I think that really shows a, a big trust on your end. But I think it really speaks to the culture that you've built around here to be able to like, you know what, if he says that guy's a superstar, I'm going to trust him. And, you know, I think that's really cool. Have you ever had a situation, this is my follow-up question, you ever had a situation where, and you mentioned where um, a guy came in and kind of undersold himself, right? And, you know, and maybe he actually feels like he's at that level, but you see something different. And so maybe as, you know, as the quarterback, like you mentioned earlier, you kind of have to pull that part out of him. Have have you ever had a situation like that? Being a leader Mm -hmm. is is taming the beast (laughs) and and petting the puppies and and coaching those that are coachable. And, And I mean, you deal with tons of different personalities from the people I work for to my homeowners and mm-hmm. customers, uh, general contractors, and then employees. I mean, everyone has their own personality. Gotcha. Everybody has their own way that they receive encouragement, that they accept encouragement, right. uh, that they accept discipline. Uh, you know, uh, I got to talk to everybody differently. Uh, and I think that's another reason or another thing that sets us apart is that I'm willing to invest in that person. If they're willing to invest in me, I'm willing to utilize my leadership skills to recognize what pieces they miss. I mean, as, as, as Titans Electrical, man, I've got this bag of tools. And every person I hire is a new tool that goes in that bag. Mm. Uh, you know, and I've got hammers, and I've got saws, and I've got screwdrivers. You know, every tool is necessary to complete a job. You just got to learn the strengths and weaknesses. And... Uh, really invest in them, learn how to learn how to talk to them. So some of them are, are easily coachable. Some of them uh, don't don't take it so well. So gotcha. some of them, you know, you gotta you gotta chisel off them bad habits and some of them are easily massaged. So uh, it's it's just being able to recognize people's personalities uh, and then um, work uh, find the best way uh, to work together. It's it's just, you know, you can clash or, you know, some some areas I have to step up and be the voice and some areas I'm willing to step down and, and let their uh, them express themselves. Gotcha. Uh, and, and every person's different. I imagine, man, you probably sit down and talk to a, a teacher, mm-hmm. and you probably get the same answer. Yeah. With, you know, <laughs> little Billy over there is bad as hell, and we got to yell at him every day and stick him in time Right, out. exactly. Uh, Susie over here, we can't get two words out of her. She's smart, but yep. she's nervous. Absolutely. And uh, it's hard <laughs> to get her to take a test. You know, so you got to learn those. Uh, so it, it's just caring. Uh, gotcha. You know, caring enough to invest uh, your time in each one of your employees and get to know them and know what works best for them. I hear that. I definitely hear that. You definitely want a certain type of culture at Titans Electrical, right? But that also, that, that's not, it's not exclusive to everybody who's working here. It's also maybe to a few clients, if you will, right? Because sometimes maybe, maybe a client doesn't, I don't fit, but have you ever had a situation where you had to turn away a client? Yes. Okay. Um, Tell like us a little I was bit about speaking, that. Well, when I was speaking <laughs> earlier about, you know, the Corolla and the Cadillac. Right. I mean, we uh, when we started out, I mean, my, I had virtually no overhead. You got to think, I started two other companies before I started Titans. Okay. So Titans was my third electrical company, and it's the one where I cut out all the partners uh, and and really was able to, to control it the way I wanted. So when I gotcha. broke out from working with anybody else, it's 2008. 2008, everybody's like, why are you quitting your job? 
2008. <laughs> right. oh, yeah. Why are you quitting your job? Uh, the sky was this, falling, right? This dude is an <laughs> idiot. What is he doing? But my thought, extremely practical to me, all these companies, everybody's trying to pinch their pennies now. Everybody's trying to hold on to those dollars. Why wouldn't they do business with me when I can go out as a one-man show, perform those tasks that right now they're paying another company 75 85 bucks an hour mm-hmm. and I'll come on and do it for 40 give you a half price you'll get the same service and you'll actually be able to talk to the owner if you have an issue you know right you'll get a very good customer service from me and you're going to get it at half price it's 2008 everybody's trying to save money right come spend that money with me there's still money to be made Absolutely. when the market falls mm-hmm. if you shift your way of thinking and you actually attack it in that manner so while everybody else was freaking out, like Jason's an idiot for branching out on his own right now, I saw the, uh, an immediate need for someone who could do what I could do at a, at a lower rate. Right. Uh, so as we grew and I could no longer afford to do things at those costs, then of course we outgrew clients. Uh, right. I, I wouldn't be able to say right now that I have bad blood with, uh, with any of those clients. I mean, I'm pretty good at, at talking to people and, and explaining up front our situation hey man uh what we've provided to you up till now um we've made a decision to grow we made a decision to get a shop we made a decision to get vehicles have an office manager and and, and be able to provide a uh, elevated level of service uh, to our new customers so we would love for you to come on with us and we'll still offer you a discounted rate mm-hmm. <clears throat> but we're not going to be able to continue doing the work uh, at the price that we're doing it now because it's, it's not me doing the work anymore you know right. we're, we're a company we're trying to make ourselves available to a to the whole city um, right you know and, and eventually to the state and, and who knows past that so there you go uh, that the price has to go up uh, as you as you grow absolutely and, and we add more value to the uh, exactly to the customer exactly at that time well, of course too. of course um I mean, we're doing projects for uh, for much bigger companies now, uh, you know, uh, much larger outfits. Uh, we actually, these are contracts right here that I got to sign on work that we're starting next week. Gotcha. Um, so there's a, there's a place for everybody in your journey. When we started, I was doing the work for cheaper. It's what I needed uh, to build the foundation to get me to the point I'm at now, but I can't go back and do what I was doing at that point. But there's somebody right behind me who's got the same dream, who's doing the same work, who's just a couple steps behind, who's willing to do those same things. I talked to a kid the other day, just started his own electric company, mentoring him. Right. I've been in business six months, and he's like, yeah, man, I had to take a job yesterday uh, uh, that's paying me 40 bucks an hour. Well, you don't have no overhead. 40 bucks an hour is great money if if you don't have to spend it with anybody. There you Um, go. So there are people out there that will feel that need for those people in that void that I'm leaving. And a lot of times, heck, if I had to lay a guy off, I sold him a truck and gave him three of my clients that just didn't fit into our equation anymore. So cut this piece off, cut those pieces off, put them together, and now they all operate together now. And it's a better situation for everybody involved. I hear that. I hear that. If you had one piece of advice... Uh, to give someone who's just starting out, what it would it be? Make sure this is what you want to do. Gotcha. Because it is going to be tough. It's going to be hard. It's worth it if, mm-hmm. if your heart's in it. Right. But know inside you that it, this is what you want to do. No matter what it is you're, you're pursuing, know deep inside you that it's something you want to do because it's not all peaches and cream. Right. It's, uh, it's, it's long nights. It's uh, 
It's, it's anxiety. It's, it's stress. It's waking up and learning something new every day. Uh, <laughs> and, and you've really got to be on board for, for giving yourself and all of yourself repeatedly day in and day out. Uh, so just don't think it's easy. Gotcha. Be willing to to go for the hassle, uh, put up with the hassle for the juice. Gotcha. Uh, you know, uh, a lot of people, like I said, see that end game. We all <laughs> want to be millionaires. Well, how come we aren't all millionaires? Because we all have what it takes to be a millionaire. We all can be millionaires. We say we want to be millionaires. We will and do what it takes to be a millionaire. Right. So before you bite off that uh, that that big old chunk of entrepreneurship, <laughs> just make sure it's what you want. Right. Uh, don't 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 step into it halfway. Don't guess. Don't dilly dally. You got to jump all in, and you got to fight every day and give it everything you got. Got you. Um, I know you mentioned you know Gary V and, and Grant Cardone, uh, but are there anybody else you consider mentors? I've had mentors uh, come and come and go. Okay. Uh, in my life, uh, my dad is is a great uh, mentor. I'm blessed to have a have an awesome relationship with my father. Okay. Uh, and even though he's never went into business for himself, and and uh, he excelled uh, in the army, okay. and then after uh, the military, uh, he's excelled in, in every position he's stepped in. He's he's filled a leadership role. So uh, I'm more, uh, you know, all gas no brakes, make it happen. Uh, and and he's he's a little more level headed. Uh, so so he'll talk me off the cliff every once in a while. Now <laughs> sometimes ain't nobody talk me off the cliff. I'm I'm jumping without a parachute and, and figuring it out on my way down. But got you. He's a voice of reason in my life. So. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and no, this should be a fun one. Where do you see your business in five years? Or your industry, for that matter? Where do you see it in five years? Which business are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're, uh, I'm leaving tomorrow. By tomorrow morning this time, I will be in Nashville walking through our first project uh, in okay. Nashville. So, so we're going to move into the Nashville market. Okay. Uh, got some great connections up there. I think within two years, uh, my business in Nashville will probably be twice as big as it is here. Okay. We're working on copyrights and trademarks because the Secretary of State inside Tennessee will protect your name. Okay. Like, uh, when I decided to name my company Titans Electrical, I had to go with the Secretary of State and go through their database and make sure that there was nobody else with that name. Right. Uh, so if you're operating inside state lines, you're uh, you're protected by the Secretary of State on on no one else using your name. But we're already looking outside state lines. Okay. So uh, so we want to we want to corner corner the market and get that name uh, tied down <clears throat> and the logo so that we can expand outside of Tennessee. Okay. Uh, had a meeting last night with one of my business partners, and uh, we're going next weekend to uh, to pick out our location for a restaurant that we want to open in Nashville in August. Okay. Um, and along with that restaurant's going to come a clothing line and uh, I'm buying my fee- first piece of uh, investment property as oh, well nice. so All right, cool. uh, I would say within three years I wouldn't be surprised if I got my hand in three to five uh, businesses you know okay. I'm going to cop some uh, cop some mopeds from my, from my boy <laughs> over here and, and hit Miami up gotcha. you know what I'm saying um, I, I just man like I said all gas no brakes man uh, I'm taking every opportunity that comes to me right now and I don't know if you've been to Nashville lately but good lord it's booming man oh it, it's been booming for the past about what 8 to 10 years now if not longer than that <laughs> yeah but it's escalated now man it's uh, 104 people are moving there every day wow nobody's leaving everybody that's moving there 
has money. They do something. They're providing a value to right. the economy there. I talked to one of my uh, equipment operators. It's a company that operates nationwide, uh, renting out heavy equipment. Mm-hmm. Every crane they own is on rent in Nashville for the next five years wow. at least. If you go look at the skyline in Nashville, in mm-hmm. five years it's going to look completely different. I mean, there I can are high rises so. going on everywhere. Right. And it's growing. It's not only growing up, but it's growing out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the suburbs are just... And it is, it's it's unbelievable up there. I love I, it. There's just something in the air when I step in that city, man. And I've always, you know, I had uh, tickets to Titans games. I've been going to see the Titans for, you know, for the past 10 years. And mm-hmm. I would zip into Nashville, sometimes spend the night, uh, Saturday night. But a lot of times, zip in on Sunday, zip back out uh, gotcha. Sunday night. Mm-hmm. So I've been going to Nashville. But but now, man, with the, the idea of, of carrying my company in there, opening a restaurant there, and, and being a part of what's of that happening growth, yeah. There, I mean, it is, it's unbelievable what's going on in that market right now. I hear that. I hear that. Let me ask you this, Jason. I believe all entrepreneurs have a superpower. What's yours? No quit. No quit. No all right. quit. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I, might, I might lay down and take a nap on you, but I ain't quitting. <laughs> uh, I, think, I think that's, if you get down to the meat of it, man, that's every entrepreneur's uh, superpower is just uh, the thought in their head that they, they, don't, they don't fail till they die. I hear that. My business, I can go bankrupt. I can go out of business. I'll open another business, you know. Nine out of ten businesses fail. I'll open ten businesses. You know what's... Right. No quit, you know, just just, uh, continually getting up and and beating the street and going after it. Gotcha. Yeah, you know, they always say about entrepreneurship, you only got to be right one time. Yeah. Right, you just got to be right that one (laughs) time. Keep throwing irons in the fire and see what happens. (laughs) Exactly. Well, you know, I know you mentioned the the expansion out in Nashville and the restaurants. Is there anything, any other business ventures? The floor is yours to kind of advertise whatever is going on new. Well, I, I would say that anybody that has found any uh, any value or inspiration in this uh, listening to this podcast uh, to find me on social media. Okay, um, you'll be able to keep up with me and communicate with me there. Uh, Jason Daniels, you can find me on Facebook. Life as Jason is Instagram and Twitter tag. Uh, but uh, first, find me on Facebook, man. Send me a message. Uh, I'm not hard to hard to reach or hard to or hard to talk to. Gotcha. And as you can tell, I like to talk. So <laughs> you know, uh, let's connect, man. Anybody out there got any questions? Uh, you know, I, I, I'm I'm still a baby in this journey, uh, and there are people that are that are way ahead uh, in this game than I am. Right. Uh, but I'm not scared to bring people along the journey and let them witness uh, as I as I go. I feel like I've been. Riding up this slow, tall roller coaster, right? And we, uh, I think, 2017 is where we hit the top, and, and we're flying down with our hands in the air. And, <laughs> you know, if I had hair, it would be blowing. You know, but, so we just imagine. I, I put a hat on with the with the Billy Bob hair. Blow, you know, uh, I think uh, I think things are about to start paying off. And life, man, if you treat life like a game and you play it like a game, it really is fun, just like a game, man. I hear so, that. Uh, I, I think I've actually got some. Got the pieces in place to be able to to play and win the game of life. Gotcha. And actually, Startup Nation, well, actually, uh, you should actually see uh, Jason's uh, social media credentials and website in the show notes for easy access. Any pardon advice for entrepreneurs for Startup Nation? <laughs> any, any, whatever you want to throw out there, man. Uh, like I said, just make sure that it's that it's your cup of tea, man. Don't don't watch a movie and and make your decision <laughs> off of that. Uh, you know, it, it's just like uh, sports. I mean, heck, I, I, I was a kid, and I watched Michael Jordan, and I'm like, ah, that's what I want to do. And then you go out on the court, and you give it a shot, and you're like, mm, 
that ain't me. Right. <laughs> I can't be like Mike. I want to so bad, but I can't be like Mike. Uh, you know, uh, the, the market in real life will, will kick you in the teeth. Mm. So uh, make sure you're, you're prepared to fight that fight. We all got to fight. Just, just choose your battle. And if your battle is entrepreneurship, if your battle is uh, the business life, uh, just, just train and be prepared because it's, it's, it's not easy. And it's not easy for anybody. There's no overnight success. Gotcha. You miss out on the mundane uh, day-to-day crap we all have to go through because uh, <laughs> it doesn't sell newspapers and it doesn't sell movies. So I hear that. Uh, just know it's there and you're going to have to deal with it. All right, so that's going to end this session of The Startup Life. Jason, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, man. (laughs) Here's my final take. Jason is that entrepreneur that attacks his goals with reckless abandon, in a good way, of course. What I mean is he sets very high goals that would scare most people, but he understands that with a plan, you can't go wrong. And that's why his motto is all gas, no brakes. If you want to let us know what you think about the show or would like to advertise on our show, send us an email to the address in the show notes. Subscribe to The Startup Life as it can now be heard on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, and SoundCloud. Also, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Owls LLC. For a behind-the-scenes look into what we do at Owls, follow us on Snapchat at Owls LLC. There you will see our creative process and exclusive content. And hey, if you have an idea, be about that life, The Startup Life. Thank you.